This week on Drunk Sports, Ronda Rousey is out. So are a bunch of NFL head coaches, and the NFL playoffs are about to begin. So is Drunk Sports. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, good point. <laughs> I don't know. I lost myself there with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? You, On our other podcast, you make fun of me when I open. What the hell was that? <laughs> was, I don't know, that one, was garbage. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had an outline in my head. I was unable to follow it. You know what? Sometimes it just goes that way. Like the Ronda Rousey thing threw me off. I'm like, are we really talking MMA on this show? And yeah. Is this the way we normally open anyway? It's been too long. You know, it's been two weeks. We, by the way, we know very little about MMA. I've, you speak for yourself. Oh, because you know a lot about MMA. Ask me anything, bro. What is your favorite style of fighting? The um, the drunk, the drunk style fighting. Oh, like Brazilian. Oh, Brazilian the, drunk fighting. What are you saying about Brazilians right now? They they drink a lot, and it's a, and it's a <laughs> okay. hookup culture. Let's be honest. Okay. Right. Also, Sao Paulo is the uh, murder capital of the world. Any other questions about Brazil? I didn't think so. Should I didn't ask about on? Brazil. When you did I ask? You kind when, of when did I ask about Brazil? <laughs> uh, hey, so yeah, it's the first drunk sports of 2017. Yeah, some people actually were concerned that we might be not doing any more drunk sports because so much is happening on our other world stuff, the poker guys stuff, which I assume most of our listeners know about. So we're doing more videos and more podcasts and things like that. But we are not ever, ever, I say, slowing down. Well, with drunk sports. Let's not promise things we can't always deliver. <laughs> well, but you we know can what, you know what can help that. drunk sports continue if you are a person who likes this show, and if you're not, you probably turn it off by now. If not, yeah, consider <laughs> turning it off right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, is help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. You know, we're a fledgling little podcast at the moment. We really, yeah. I mean, look, we don't need your reviews, but guys. We kind of do. We kind of need, <laughs> we your, need re- your reviews, guys. Yeah, if you want drunk sports to keep happening, we need your feedback. We need your help. It's not really the feedback. We need you to sort of tell other people how good we are so they'll listen to. Right. We don't want your feedback. No, we do, actually. We love your feedback. What beer is that? Number three, of course. Number right? three, as it's always. The, it's the first one. It's, yeah. I mean, the first one of the show. Right. Absolutely. In case you're new somehow to the show, which you might be because you read some wonderful iTunes reviews. Or maybe it's it. 2017 and you're like, I'm going to try a new podcast. I'm yeah. going to type the word drunk into my podcast app and see what comes up. You know, I will say if you type in drunk space S in iTunes. Oh, wow. <laughs> drunk sports is the first We thing. have made it. <laughs> Welcome mean, to the pretty, big time, buddy. <laughs> that's pretty good, though. Come on. I think, I think we might both be a little punch drunk. Oh, man. Yeah. Two weeks away, you know. It's like, I am, um, I, what I text you last week, Grant was away. That's why we didn't do drunk sports last week. And I texted him that I had a drunk sports-sized hole in my heart because I miss doing the show, man. You did text me that. I do. I love the show. What, what was my response? I, I think know, I said, I think Charles Barkley has one of those. Yeah, I think, I think, you did I think say that's that. what I said. You're going that's, for clever. That's a pretty good one. Kind of missed. Oh, come on. That's pretty good. I think you missed. Because his, his, he's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Oh, we're so happy to be back. Yeah, drunk sports is fun. We hope you guys are happy too. So if somehow you're new to the show, which I guess you really might be, as we were saying, here's how it works we have four quarters of sports talk. It starts off kind of normal. Grant has already drunk two beers, of course, so he started with number three. He's going to be drinking along, getting progressively drunker as the show goes on. We normally talk NFL, NBA. We're mostly going to be focused on the NFL this time around as the playoffs are starting up. But it all leads to quarter number four where Grant is at his drunkest, and we do let the drunk fix it. I post sports dilemmas and other dilemmas sometimes to Grant. He does his best to come up with creative and fun solutions. Sometimes I help him out. Uh, yeah, sometimes I need help. It's a great, it's a great segment. Let's be honest. 
Well, let's not toot our own horns, horns too much. Let's <laughs> let's let, you know let them judge for themselves. I think people should make their own decisions about how they feel about things. But everyone loves let the dog <laughs> right, right, of Come course. On. And if you don't, you're a bad person. You're a fool. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. All right. right, shall we get into it? Yeah. Quarter number one. You know what we're not starting with? What the National Football League? We're not. We're not. Okay. We're starting with MMA. Mixed martial arts. There you go. I wasn't sure what MMA stood there just took, for a took second. You a second? I, yeah. I pulled it out. Um, we're, so, talking, yeah. we're actually talking with the UFC. We actually are. You know what that stands for, right? Um, ultimate. Yes, you're good. You got it? What's that's, F? That's Come it. on. F. You figure out what F is. Come on. This uh, is first yes. B. No. I'll give you a hint. The fists are moving. Ultimate toward- fisting championship. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. Good enough. Did I get it? <laughs> Good enough. I think that may be right. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, the UFC 207 happened. You know, and everyone's like, well, gee, I, can't. I mean, everyone saw that. It's UFC 207. Actually, kind of everyone did because yeah. Ronda Rousey. She's a big deal. Yeah. She's a very big deal. And she, of course, had gotten knocked out big time by Heidi Holm, I believe her name was, back in the day, like a year ago 411 or so. days before this fight. Was it 411? She had 411 days off. Seemed like 408, 409. But so that's what happens with time, I guess. That joke didn't land with me. No, it didn't really work with no, me either. It's terrible. Anyway, so she fought Amanda Nunez, who is the UFC women's bantamweight champion. And it was the reigning What is champion. a bantam? A bantam... Well, that's, that's an interesting question, actually. Yeah. I think it's like a counterweight that you use in, um, in maritime, so <laughs> maritime like, situations. So if you weigh the amount that yeah. the counterweight for the rudder of a certain size ship weighs. That or like the you grain. You are then the weight of a bantam, therefore you're a bantam weight. Like the, the grain on the ship, perhaps. Yeah. You know, we need some bantams. Yeah. Just to know. Right. Yeah. Good. That's, I'm, I'm glad you asked. It's, you know, it's an educational show. Drunk sports. So anyway, so she fought Amanda Nunez. It was a widely anticipated. People were very excited for the return of Ronda Rousey. That media was going crazy, and Amanda Nunez beat the living crap out of her. Forty-eight seconds, right? Forty-eight seconds. The third fastest fight in UFC women's bantamweight history. You know who's got the two fastest? Ronda Rousey. You got that right. You know how fast they were? Sixteen seconds and something else. That was the first one. Yeah, sixteen seconds at UFC. 175, 34 seconds to beat Beth Correa at UFC 190. But here at UFC 207, uh-oh, 48 yeah. seconds, and it was not close. It kind of seems like she might be done. Here's the thing. The fight was so quick, they made a gif of the entire fight. Really? Yes, I've seen it. Wow. That's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's done. I mean, her face looks so bad when it's what getting a, yeah. beat up. What a precipitous fall. I mean, like I, I have her professional record here, and I guess fighters don't fight that often because no. or else they would die so early. But it's just like win, 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 win. And then <laughs> loss, loss. Just two in a row, and they were over a year apart, which is crazy. 411 days, I, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just guesstimating that. That's a good guess. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it can't just be that the competition got harder, right? It must be to do with Ronda Rousey herself. I mean, it could be that Ronda Rousey was sort of got to her place and was as good as that, and everyone else kept working to get better and sort of figured out counter moves to her moves, and she never kept improving. We see that happen in poker all the time, right? Yeah. Someone has like a quick ascension, and then they don't keep learning and don't keep getting better, and then the rest of the world just blows by them. Happens all the time. Well, a lot of people are blaming it on her coach, in fact. Really? Yeah, I got a little little snippet from oh, an article here. I'd love to hear about that. Uh, many have blamed, I'm, I'm reading now, uh, many have blamed <laughs> Rousey's coach, Edmund Tar- Tarvedian, including Nunez, who is Rousey's opponent. Really? Uh, who, after the fight, accused him of doing a crazy thing by convincing Rousey she was a boxer. 
So apparently this guy uh, was telling her to like stand up and box, and she's better at the jujitsu type stuff and judo and uh, submissions. And yeah, all that and stuff. and she's not trying to do those anymore. Hmm. And uh, apparently he's been widely criticized for a long time. Uh, she went to his gym, and somebody close to her, some I, well, Ruzzy's mother, hmm. said, uh, "I I think he hit the lottery when Ronda walked into his gym." Uh, uh-huh. She was like she was going to be good anyway, and, right. and he just happened to be there, and he's trying to convince her of things that people don't agree with. Of course, everybody's just looking for somebody to blame. So who I knows? mean, I've seen articles on ESPN saying like you know was the reason why we we should have seen Ronda Rousey's fall coming and stuff like that, which are only ever written in retrospect and are always ridiculous. Yeah, of course. So I mean, here's what I do know: um, Amanda Nunez said after the fight, "I knew I was going to beat the shit out of Rousey like that." So wow. Amanda Nunez was very confident. Well. And I think that's kind so. of a fighter trait, right? Aren't all fighters kind of like that? I don't know if all of them are, but it seems like a lot of the successful ones. Like, don't are they anyway. really think they're just the fucking greatest, or they pretend that they're the greatest? I mean, most athletes seem to think that they are way better than their competition. No matter I think it's whether different they are in not, fighting, right? though, because in fighting, it's like, well, I just didn't have the right opportunity or the right training or something, and it was just—it's such a small sample size, and it happened so quick. I don't think—I mean, maybe it's possible, but I don't think, for example, that fucking like Kyrie Irving's like thinking honestly that he's better than LeBron James right he may not think he's better than LeBron James but he may think if he had a team all to himself and was given like the right players around him the way LeBron was given it that he could one day be as big a deal as LeBron James is he may think that about himself do you think Seth Curry thinks he's better than Steph Curry I don't think that but I bet you Seth Curry thinks he's better than a lot of NBA players who he's not better than which yeah. I, th- you know, I think like almost all NBA players think they probably should be all stars because they were all stars every other point in their career, pretty yeah. much, right? Sure. And they're getting paid millions of dollars and are told they're great. And by the way, they look great in practice, even the bad ones. Hey, here's a, here's a outside sorry shots. that we're taking an aside here, but quick question. Yeah. Who's the NBA player that you think thinks they're the best player in the world mm. that is the worst player out of the people who actually yeah. think they're the best like, player? Like legitimately in the world? think that, yeah. not like. Well, okay, the first guy who immediately came to my head was J.R. Smith. I'm thinking Carmelo Anthony. That was the second guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think J.R. Smith really thinks that. I mean, he's played with LeBron. Come on, give me a fucking break, J.R. I mean, Carmelo's been on four Olympic teams. Yeah. He's played with LeBron. And that's what he would say. He'd say, I've been on four <laughs> Olympic teams. I always do well in the Olympics, yeah. which is international competition. Um, yeah. Carmelo's a pretty good candidate for it. Is there anyone else who really stands out as a possibility? Jimmer Fredette. <laughs> that, guy, that guy was really, really good at... Um, Three-pointers. Three points yeah. and dribbling. Yeah. <laughs> dribbling, really, good. Yeah. really good at the dribbling. He did not Jimmer. double dribble every there, possession. Uh, Only a, a couple possessions a game he would double I dribble. Mean, but a, a low amount yeah. for like most average Americans. Yeah. And average average people even, not just right. Americans, in the world. Yeah. Like if you take a soccer player, throw him out on an NBA court, he's going to double dribble a lot more than Fredette did. I think – most of them are like like um, Ronaldo. He that guy is going to double dribble. Yeah, but he's dumb as rocks. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, anyway, hey, let's get back to uh, the MMA just for a second here. So um, here's just a few other stats from the fight. Nunez landed 27 of her 47 punches, or as they call them in UFC parlance, strikes. Oh, cool. Rousey threw 14 and only hit seven of them, so that's, she got beat down. That's a that's you know not th- that different of a rate. You know, she, she's got 50%. Nunez gotta, got like 55%. Just like basketball, it's all about field goal attempts, right? It's not yeah. about percentages. Nunez also won her seventh straight victory, which is the most wins in UFC women's bantamweight history. That is the last fact I have on this event, okay. sir. So I guess the overall point is Ronda Rousey was 
a cultural icon for a little bit there because she because of her super fast knockouts. I think that's why, right? I mean, it was a bunch of things, right? She was pretty. She had these super fast knockouts, and somehow I think because she was a woman and she dominated a, a fighting sport so much, it captured the imagination in some. Maybe way. it was just she was the right place at the right time. Yeah. Like it was the right time for a female fighter to become a really big deal, I mean, and she was be, the best. Right, you then. have to be relatively good looking though; otherwise, no one cares. That's just how it is. Yeah, I mean, like I, Nunez, I had never heard of, and she just broke R- Rousey's record for most wins in a row for bantamweights. Right, I mean, yeah, so, I guess so. maybe Nunez, there's some racism there. Who knows? I don't think it's. I think if Nunez looked like um, I don't know Halle Berry, we'd know who she was. Halle Berry would have to work out a lot, and then she wouldn't look that good. I don't think it changes your face, bro. No, her face would be all muscular. Oh man, that I might be. That might be good. Though. You think I don't understand? <laughs> anyway, um, so it's weird though because Rousey was, as you said, on top of the world. She was being talked about for things like the starring role in Captain Marvel, which is Marvel Comics. You know, big movie coming out like in 2019. She was in a, one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Right. I mean, she yeah. looked like she she had a shot at being a big time movie star. It feels like it's all over for her. Yeah. She's going to be like in commercials now and stuff, right? Probably. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's move on. Yeah. Enough of the MMA. Let's get to the National Football League, shall we, Grant? Yeah, well, fucking whatever. <laughs> he did roll his eyes, folks. I just want you to know. Um, okay. So there were a bunch of games that happened here in week 17 in the NFL. And great update. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to work here, guys. It's really <laughs> tough. And uh, not many of them had a lot of playoff implications, but one, actually two of them did for sure, but one of them absolutely for sure, and it was the Washington team from Washington. I tried really hard not to say their name. Playing at the New York Giants. They were in Washington. If Washington won the game, they were in the playoffs. If they tied, they were probably out. If, actually, if they tied or lost, they were out. The New York Giants had nothing to play for. The number five seed locked up no matter yep. what. So the Giants didn't care, in theory. Right. In theory. The Giants Beer were Beer number four, by the way. Beer Just, number four. Yeah. Sorry. I was yeah. trying to get the whole Washington thing. No, that's okay. Beer number four, in case you're playing along at home, because, of course, we have a drinking game, Drink Along with Grant. Yeah. Drink Along with Grant. Wikipedia it. It's yes. definitely all over Wikipedia. All over. I mean, yeah. not just in the dr- drunk sports area. It's on the anymore. front page for sure. <laughs> if you go to like if you Wikipedia, like old TV shows, yeah. old TV miniseries, especially like the Thornbirds or Roots, you'll find it. Well, because I do different drinking things for different shows. Of course you yeah. do. I mean, everyone would, right? Yeah. But let's not get into that because that could get dark. That could get weird. Really dark and really inappropriate. So um, Drank is, Grant, of course, is going to drink. Ooh, what did you just call I me? I don't know, De- and I De- don't De- care. De- I, I put your name and Drunk together into <laughs> Drant. I have finally completed <laughs> the melding. have <laughs> <laughs> been working to this for yeah. so long. Yeah. So Grant gets drunker and drunker as we go, and we have our drinking game. You can play along, drink along with Grant. You can drink at the bronze medal level, which means you're drinking half as many beers as he's drinking, so you'd be on Beer number two right now, just finishing it up in theory or halfway sure. through it. You can be at the silver level, silver medal, level? silver medal, yeah, silver level, silver lover, <laughs> silver. Struggling level. with the speaking tonight. I'm the drunk one. Yeah, That's I guess cool. so. Uh, we did get a review that said it's sometimes hard to tell which one is drunk. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and I never drink. Yep, you drink all the time. Yep. How about that? So anyway, uh, Grant uh, silver medal level. Yes. Yes. That means you're just drinking along about 5% beers. Yeah. Gold medal, 7% beers. And, of course, platinum is double speed and drinking along, yeah. which, of course, has been done. It has been done. Anyway. It's currently being done. So Washington was down 10 nothing. 
They couldn't move the ball. The Giants yep. have a great defense. Yep. Giants were trying to win, left their starters in the whole time. That's, I think, the biggest story from this game. Really strange. They were like, fuck you, Washington, and your racist it just, name. Do you think it's really just the rivalry? They kind of do. It's Why just, would you leave It's just Eli that they have there? a rivalry that they decided that they needed to win, even though it doesn't matter at all. You're going to maybe hurt one of your key players. They pulled Odell sometime in the third quarter and didn't bring him back in, but everyone else played the entire game. I mean, everybody's a moron, right? Like, yes. all of the NFL teams are morons. Right. Arizona should not be playing David Johnson in the last. Like, they're lucky. David Johnson escaped with a sprained MCL. That guy could have had a career hurting injury. Like, career not ending. Hurting? Why not? Why not career ending? It's. I mean, it's unlikely. Did you uh, see what happened to his yeah, knee? It looked it was like gross. it could be over for him. It was gross, but Willis McGahee came back, so. But, okay, but not everyone does. And, it, you know, a, one th- a little bit off your speed, a little off your cutting, you may be no, not special Right, anymore, but, like, right? here's the thing. David Johnson is the future of that franchise offensively right now. Of course. And I, right, so why are they playing? Why would you ever play David Johnson? And same with the Giants. Uh, Eli is not the future of your franchise. He's the present. He's, he's the present, and he's the guy who has won you two Super Bowls and is – had a good year, decent year, and it's like oh. it's time to it's time to fucking go in the playoffs. Not the last in week two seventeen. Times. The last two times Eli's been in the playoffs, he's won every game. He went eight and zero. Is one of the last two Super Bowls. He th- th- I mean, you cannot risk Eli getting hurt. They risked Eli getting hurt. Yeah. Okay. So there's that moron. Yeah. Type behavior. Right. And it's it happened all over the NFL in week seventeen, as it always does. Yeah. Even but Belichick. Here's the thing. Bel- I mean, I guess they were playing for. Home they were playing for for the number one seed at yeah. least. The Giants were playing for nothing. So, but the, the Washington lost. Yes. They lost to the Giants, and this, and this sticks with me. It was fourth down and two. Washington was down by 10. There was eight minutes to go in the third quarter. They were on the Giants' 41-yard line, and they punted. Yeah, that's bad. That's insane. They believe in their defense? Is that a word that I can I mean, say? I don't, let's say they did. If you believe in your defense, why not go for it? Because you'll stop them anyway? I mean, why, why do we? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Like, That's, let's get the two yards. We need to win this game. Almost this in, game. It, I think it doesn't matter unless it's a very specific situation that is never a punt. I, I mean, right. like it, from a game theory perspective, that's never a punt. Right. There may be a particular yeah. situation where right. it actually makes sense, but there'd be so few and far between. Certainly not when you're down 10 in a game you absolutely have to win. Like, of course you go for it. It's insane to me that Jay Gruden wouldn't know to do that or wouldn't have the balls to do that. Yeah. He's got a good offense. He's got a pretty good young quarterback. Why wouldn't you be throwing the ball or trying to? It's just a it, it's a mystery. It eludes me. It's a, it's, the bigger mystery is why the Giants played their starters for the entire game. Like, Washington is honestly kind of unlucky. Oh, yeah. It, they should have just been easily shoehorned into the playoffs. They're supposed to win that game like 34 to 7. Yeah. Because the Giants don't care and they're playing no one. And they, the there's are no incentive everybody. for the Giants except the rivalry. Yeah. Which, in a way, is cool because, I mean, we could take a step back here for a second. Let's, let's take a step back and say, like, what actually matters in the. Let's, we don't have to go for all sports, but in the NFL, what actually matters? Like, what's important? Is it most important to win the Super Bowl? Probably. Yes. Yes, it is. Is it more important to beat your hated rival than to make the. or than to risk injury. Um, it is more important to risk injury. Wait, you know, you have to, you have I said to avoid that injury. You have to avoid injury. Yeah, it's more important. I said that poorly. Clearly the Giants that. made a bad decision. Right, but you, I think... You can't dress it up. But There's think no about it from it the uh, perspective of a Giants fan. All right, let's, right. let's get yes. in, let's get in the head of a Giants fan. No problem. As a Patriots fan, you know... No, not year, you. No, no, but listen. But okay. every year, like Tom Brady in weeks 16 and 17 doesn't need to be playing. Every year they've got a first – it's like six years in a row they've got a first-round buy sewn up. Yeah. Often they have the number one seed sewn up. Yeah, you're such a lucky piece of shit. Right. I agree. Yeah. He always plays. Yep. It's terrible. 
He's old. It's crazy. They they eventually brought in Garoppolo like in the fourth quarter. But there were three quarters where the Dolphins could have not. They should have brought out. in Brissett, not Garoppolo. I mean, really. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, as a fan, I don't think cool. Let's beat the Jets. I think please don't let Brady get hurt. That's all I care about. Why would right. I care about anything else? Of course, I understand that. But you are a bit more analytical than I'm most rational. fans. Yeah, but I think most fans do not want to see their guys get right, hurt. Right, but when I in. Come, growing up in Chicago and understanding true hatred for the Green Bay Packers because yeah. I grew up around it, like people fucking hate the Green Bay Packers in Chicago and Packers fans fucking hate us. And that rivalry <laughs> means a lot. Like okay. I think I think I would I would venture enough to say that any true Bears fan would rather us sweep Green Bay in the regular season than get to the second round of the playoffs and get knocked out. Okay, I don't know if that's that's weird. And that's that just seems, how it is. It just seems wrong. I, I don't feel that way. But are you are you a true anything fan? Are you a true Bulls fan? Uh, yeah, I think I was at one point. It okay. might be fading. It okay. might be fading because I've lived in Portland now for 11 years. The only way I th- could see that being the case is if the Bears were making the second round of the playoffs a lot. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, so we, we, we always lose in the second round. Like if you're the fan of the Jazz back in like the 80s and 90s, Carl Malone and all that, you knew you were never going to win the title. And they never did. I guess they had a few I mean, they got closer. pretty close. But there was a while when they, the Lakers were clearly better than they were, and they were never getting by the Lakers. And they didn't until that era was over for the Lakers. And then they couldn't get past the Bulls. Yeah, but my point is, so they the were always going to win 55 games, and they were always going to make the second round of the playoffs, and that was it. So maybe in that case, you would care a little bit more about rivalry stuff. But come on. No one reasonable wouldn't want your team to be going doing everything they could to win the title, right? Come on. Yeah, I think that's right. I just wanted to explore it a little bit. Unless you're going for history. I want going to, for like the perfect season or something like that. That feels a little bit different. For those of you who listen to our poker podcast, I was doing something similar to what we often do there where we really don't understand a play that somebody made. Yeah. And we're trying our best to like find a way, like take a step back, justify it. And I think you you killed all of the thoughts. It feels good. Like to you're have done right. That. You're right. I just was trying, but yeah. yeah, no, it's awful that they like. Why would you play your your starters? The Giants were the most egregious offenders, but there were plenty around the league. But can we also talk about how Washington, even in the case of the Giants playing their starters, lost this game that they absolutely had yeah. to win in Washington? How happy is Detroit? Oh, what a gift! Yeah, what an incredible gift! Detroit is yeah. just supposed to be out of the playoffs, and Washington's supposed to be in because the Giants are never supposed to play their guys. Right. All right, on that, let's wrap up quarter number one. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk a little more NFL. All you drinkers out there, get ready. Grant's about to open up beer number five. That is real. That's not a sound effect, folks. That's you, actual, you love saying that. Actual beer. They could never confirm that. Never? They could never confirm How it. could they know? Well, could they be standing here next to us watching, maybe? That would be a way to confirm it. Well, they aren't. Come on. <laughs> you make good points thank you yeah thank you hey let's talk about the nfl shall we didn't we already do that yeah we're gonna do it a lot more okay cool yeah you know do you i have a quick question though no what does the nfl stand for <laughs> all right the national football league <laughs> here we go uh <laughs> this is just an inside joke for new listeners you're just gonna have to hang in there eventually you'll get it maybe so already there's six openings in the nfl coaching ranks Great. yeah and some of them are surprising. Some of them not so much. Right? Yeah. The Jaguars. Okay, that's not surprising. No. Nope. We saw that one coming. I mean, what, Gus Bradley was like 1-80. in 80. Um, Yeah, we talked about him getting fired last week because they fired him like in week 14 for some yeah. unknown well, reason. Well, that was two weeks ago. We had a week off. We oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the Bills fired Rex Ryan with one week to go. Yeah. That was sort of an interesting decision. Right. Uh, he's gone. Do you think the Ryans are ever going to get another co-job together? 
Ooh, I don't think so. Do you think Rex Ryan will ever get another head coaching job? Here's what could happen. Rex, okay, first of all, Rex, if he's a defensive coordinator, I guess Rob could be his, you know, underling. Right. That's and the then, way it could work. And then the head coach could die right. or get fired. Or get murdered. And then and they'll be like, well, Rex is head coach before. I guess for the last eight games right. of the season, we're the fucking Bengals and we're terrible this year. We might as well put Rex there. Marvin Lewis is the guy who dies. He might it die. It has to be Marvin Lewis. Are I mean, you saying that Marvin Lewis is unkillable? You know, he's been around for a really long time. How, long enough to die? <laughs> he's coached for like 15 years, so I guess that's a yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the elder statesmen. Anyway, where were we? Yes. Do I think Rex Ryan will ever have a true head coaching job as opposed to just the interim head coach? Like, do you think after after the Giants go six wins for the two years after Eli retires, yeah. like they're, they're like four or six wins each year? Do you think they'll reach out to Rex Ryan and be like, "Hey, you want to be the coach of the Giants?" Here's how Rex Ryan gets another job, like true job. Okay. He goes on TV for a few years because somehow that makes everybody look better to NFL owners. Yeah. John Gruden went from being a guy who was fired in Tampa Bay at seven and nine to being every year seen as the coach, the hot coaching candidate you have to have. They were saying it takes four years, $60 million to get John Gruden now in LA to get him to be there. Yeah. We talked about that last time. Right. Yeah. Like John Gruden was fired from the Bucks. Nobody wanted him. The Bucks, a team that can't even hold on to a spatula. We fired John Gruden. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. That was a good one, right? Yeah. No, that was strong. No, it was pretty bad. Um, and, the, and to be fair, John Gruden, not a terrible coach or anything, but the only time he ever truly won anything was the year he used Tony Dungy's guys to win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I'm just saying. Sure. Like, I don't know how good Tony Dungy, TV is. personality, by the way. Yeah, and you know what? I bet you lots of people would love to have him. Yeah. Of course, he's only known success, in fairness, as a coach, right? Right. He had Peyton Manning for a he long did. time. He did, but he was successful with the Bucks also. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I think that's the way Rex gets back, is he's a TV personality, and then someone decides they want him. They think somehow it... You know, ESPN would love to have Rex Ryan, by the way. He's one of those guys who's going to, uh, quote, tell it like it is. I don't know if he really is, but he's got that image. I mean, he's going to be somewhere on TV for sure. Yeah. I mean, Unless he's he going to be on TV. He's going to like the, the network's going to secretly ask him to to use swear words when he's not supposed to. And he's going to do it, but it's going to they're going to pretend that it was his idea. You know, that type of thing. You think that's what's going to happen? I know that's exactly what's going wow. to happen. I, you have insider stuff on in network. I'm football? the I'm the OA networks. The OA. <laughs> yeah, that's nice me. Reference. Yeah, thanks. All right, other teams that no longer have head coaches, the 49ers. One and done for Chip Kelly after one I and am done su- for I am Jim Tom Sula. Well, Jim Tom Sula was not a surprise. Well, I mean, he was like a he was high internal- school plumber. He was, <laughs> you're saying he's Mario? <laughs> he's- Mario doesn't do plumbing for high school. Is that, Why? That's offensive. He, what? To Mario. Ex- Hot- Italians. Excuse me for a second. Excuse you, indeed. Yeah, I think you need to revisit what you just said. <laughs> I really think you... Are you saying that Mario is plumbing the White House or some shit? <laughs> is there no in-between? Does it have to be the penthouse Okay, the so what's Mario plumbing? Mario is doing a perfectly good job, like... With some higher end gas stations, I think you know, like the nice end, that, the nice convenience. That's stores. better than a high school. Have you seen <laughs> a gas station bathroom? <laughs> what are you talking about? I said higher end, higher end. What's it's a like high end gas station? Like Have you ever actually been to a high end gas station? <laughs> of course I have. No, you haven't, because they don't think they I exist. Have. The bathrooms in those things are nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, like I think it's called Sunoco Prime. <laughs> so, Sunoco Plus, maybe Sunoco. 
<laughs> not, a, not a sponsor, sadly. Oh. I know. Those guys have tons of money. <laughs> how did we get here? What I don't do know. Rex Ryan? Right. No, no, no. We were past that. Chip Kelly, oh, one Chip and Kelly. done. Jim Tom Sula. Oh, yeah. I, I am surprised that Chip Kelly was one and done. I thought they were going to give him two years. It is a little bit shocking and weird. Yeah. By the way, the 49ers' first team in NFL history to hire and fire two head coaches in two consecutive years. It's interesting after Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh looks so good in all of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He they looks look like dumb. Cra- yeah, he looks crazy good in all he of this. He looks amazing. They're going to have their fourth coach in four years soon, you know, whenever they hire the next guy. Yeah. So nice job. Nice job, guys. Nice job, Killing guys. It. The Rams, of course, no longer have Jeff Fisher. Well, that guy would, didn't deserve a job. I mean, any, I, jo- any job. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what am I going to say? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the Chargers fired Mike McCoy. Okay. He struggled. That's probably the one I care the least about. He seems to be upset about it. I'll tell you the truth. Oh, he did not, he? He's not did thrilled he about it. I mean, you know, he wanted to stick around. I saw something where it said, like, Mike McCoy wasted all of Philip Rivers' good, you know, good prime years. And maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know. Can we I mean, really blame it on Everybody Mike tries to blame somebody for everything. Yeah, it's easy to say it's the coach. Who yeah. knows, right? Okay, and finally, the Broncos. Well, they did not fire Gary Kubiak. No, Gary Kubiak re- resigned. Because he had retired, I guess. health issues related to stress of NFL coaching, right? I mean, it's weird. Is, is that really what it is related to NFL coaching? Well, I think that's kind of the speculation. He, he's had these health issues. And, and I think he has, like, major heart issues. He's the guy who sort of fell over and collapsed yeah, yeah. two years but ago, right? Yeah, but the idea behind his retirement, I think, some of the speculation at least, is that that is due to the stressful nature of his job. I mean, in fairness, an NFL head coach works what, 19 hours a day or something insane like that. And, all, and they're always under the microscope. Like, you have to be Bill Belichick to not be worried right. about getting fired. Yeah, Bill, Bill Belichick truly doesn't have to worry. And apparently Marvin Lewis doesn't either. Uh, for some reason, yeah. I mean, you know, they went to the playoffs four straight years Yeah, that's year. pretty good. Yeah, of course, there was like nine years before that they had never been. But right. whatevs, right? Come on. Uh, but besides maybe really Belichick, but maybe those two guys, everyone else is not very far away from being fired. Maybe Mike McCarthy's got a little bit of rope. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if the Packers, they start four and six this year. What if the Packers ended up with a six-win season this yeah, year? Yeah, six and ten. Like, I don't think McCarthy gets fired, but I guess he could. There could be a panic move from management because it's like, well, we have to maximize the last five years of Aaron Rodgers' prime. Yeah. So we can't let McCarthy keep doing this terrible primitive offense, which a lot of people were talking about earlier in the year. I mean, the Patriots could go 0-16, and, and the only way Belichick leaves is if he decides he's leaving, right? I mean, yeah. There's no way one season could ever doom Belichick. He could get a job in Trump's administration. You know, Belichick loves that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. So so there's all these jobs open. There may be more coming, for all we know, as well. What's the best job? I, is it definitely the Broncos? Yes. I mean, it can't be the Rams. It can't be the Bills. It can't be the 49ers. It can't be the Jaguars. And it can't be the Chargers, right? <laughs> I think it goes Broncos-Jaguars. Because of Bortles, I think the the I mean the, the Jaguars have a lot of young talent. They do, and Bortles, he had a bad year. Certainly, he had a bad year. I think we can say that. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's over for him. No, but it's been a while, and he hasn't had a really. Great I guess year. maybe you'd rather have Kaepernick. If, if would I'm, you? Would you not rather have the number one overall pick from this year? Yeah, Jared Goff just sitting there, man. But is he? I mean, by the on. way, Philip Rivers. Jared Goff doesn't know where the sun rises. He does now. He learned it, but do you think he remembers? It's, you know, he's got like a 25% chance of getting Listen it right. This is questionable because they removed the probable designation. 
Nice. Very yeah. clever. Very clever. I know. That was amazing. So it's probably is the Broncos, especially with the notion that there could be some high-profile quarterbacks who are going to be moving. Tony Romo, probably at the top Drew of the list. Maybe Drew Brees. Probably not anymore. I think he, he declined to sign an extension, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's not going to leave. If Sean Payton is gone, it's less likely Drew yeah. Brees is going to stay. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, that, that whole thing's in flux. No one at the end of the season ever says they're leaving or that they might leave, you know, unless they know they're 100% gone. Right. They always act like they love it there and they're not going to take off because they don't want to, you know, piss off the fan base. Got to be a, a guy like Boogie Cousins or somebody who would say something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah sure. Charles Barkley type player. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah and that's that guy, cool. Yeah. That guy would say it. We yeah. love those kinds of people. Yeah. Don't we? Cool. I do. Hey, one other note in the NFL coaching ranks. Sure. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. This is fun. Four time Super Bowl winning Terry Bradshaw. One of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time. He went four for four in Super Bowls. Is though. he good? Was he good? I mean, how would I Better know? than us. Did you ever watch him play? Didn't he have like an awful touchdown to interception ratio? He probably did, but it was a different game, man. He was the Brett Favre that was not as good as Brett Favre. Something like that. He won yeah. four titles. You know, it's the Troy Aikman of his time, right? I mean, Troy he, Aikman was actually good. Troy Aikman was pretty good. Right. But Troy Aikman was not the, you know, the heart and soul of the offense the way quarterbacks are nowadays. But the rules are different, in fairness. Anyway, here's what Terry Bradshaw had to say about Mike Tomlin, coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, not just for a little while, for a really long time now. Bradshaw says on the, uh, he was on Speak for Yourself, which is a Fox Sports 1 show. I don't think he's a great coach at all. He's a nice coach. To me, he's really a great cheerleader guy. I don't know what he does. I don't think he is a great coach at all. Whoa, it's really turning. His name never even pops in my mind when we think about great coaches in the NFL. All right. So it went from he's okay to he's a piece Here's of the shit. first thing I want to say about Terry Bradshaw and this comment. What the fuck is Terry Bradshaw talking about? Like, where is he coming from? He this, wants this guy out, I guess. I guess, but all right. Let's just look at... Go on. I'm not saying I understand the nuances of NFL coaching. Terry Bradshaw may understand them better than me. He might. He may not. He, uh, he knows a lot yeah. of people who are in the industry. Right. But Mike Tomlin's, maybe you can just say it's all Big Ben. Big Ben's the reason the Steelers have been good every year. Yeah. The same as the Brady-Belichick argument, I guess. But, like, to a lesser extent. I mean, do you think if they had Blake Bortles, they'd be any good? I don't. But so I don't Mike blame Tomlin's, Mike Tomlin for Mike that. Mike Tomlin has been coaching the Steelers since 2007. He has never been under 500. That's amazing. That's an incredible stat. 10 and 6, 12 and 4, 9 and 7, 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 2, 8 and 8 years in a row, 11 and 5, 10 and 6, and 11 and 5. That all adds up, by the way, to a 102 and 57 record, 642 regular season winning percentage. That's damn impressive. That's like maybe only behind Belichick for that whole era, right? Like what? Uh, I Unless there's something Terry Bradshaw decided not to divulge to the viewers right. as to why Mike Tomlin is not a good coach, I certainly don't understand it. I definitely think most NFL coaches make terrible decisions, Mike Tomlin included. Right. But we're talking about a pool of people here, and you have to put them in a percentile. Mike Tomlin must be upper echelon here, like pretty high up. Based on those numbers alone, unless he's just been so lucky. I mean, is he like Ronda Rousey's coach and manager? It's hard to really know, but it but seems unfair. It's not just to one person, though. That. Like, it's different. It's not like Ben Roethlisberger is the entire team. Right, but yeah. maybe he's sort of lucked into a GM who drafts well and signs players well. And Big Ben is a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's is, nice. Is Terry Bradshaw racist? Is that what this is? I will admit I wondered that myself. Because, like, what other reason does he have to say this? Does he? Ha- he never. I mean, he there, didn't could lay lots, any- there could be lots of reasons. There could be. I it's, mean, it's a little, it's a little unfair and ridiculous for us to honestly speculate that he might be racist, right? I mean, that's right. Crazy. I'm trying to figure that's out. Crazy. I'm trying to figure out a reason. I mean, we. I. I know Mike Tomlin has said stuff like, 
I coach with my belly. Yes. Like that that's how I decide to go for two or not. I know. Which is ridiculous and terrible. But Terry Bradshaw probably loves that shit. That's like yes. right right down Terry Bradshaw's alley. That's like, it's right down the NFL's alley, yeah. in fact, right? We hate that, but yeah. they all like that. That's a great yeah. point. Actually. No, I so I don't understand what Terry Bradshaw is talking about. All I can guess is that Terry Bradshaw is watching the kind of plays they're calling and you know the kind of offenses that they have, and he feels like they're not getting their all offense the juice is amazing. Of, all the juice out of the Big Ben Orange. I don't know. I got nothing. It doesn't. Their it's offense one of the is the best offense in the league. By it's the so way, good. if you're going to hate someone, you should probably be hitting on Todd Haley, their offensive coordinator, who's been there for years and years, and they've been great the whole time he's been there. I don't understand. They develop wide receivers better than anyone else in the league. Do you have a theory other than racism? No. <laughs> like, no I know Terry Bradshaw was a Steeler. Maybe, maybe it's in relation to saying, like, well, when I was a Steeler, it was better times. And, you know, so it can't be as good now because even though the Steelers are good now for a long time. They- I mean, Bradshaw only experienced incredible success. So it's possible he'd be saying this about whomever the coach would be, by the way. It doesn't have to be, you know, that it's Tomlin. You know, like, no, it was Noel when Bradshaw was there, and then it was Cowler. And Cowler also won two Super Bowls, I believe. Right? Yeah. Two Super Bowls? I think so. Maybe only one. Maybe Tomlin's won at least one Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? So, okay. So, maybe they've each won one. I'm not sure anymore. Didn't look that one up. No, didn't look that one up. Um, actually, I would guess Tomlin's been more successful than Cowler. I'm sure he has. We could look that up, but we're Cower. not going to. It's Cower, by the way. Cow, Cow. What is it? There's no L. Cower? Yeah. Like, I cower in the corner? Like, with an H, though. Are you sure? Cow her. No, that can't be right. Want to bet? Nope. <laughs> I don't. Because Good choice. We have someone sitting in the corner who's nodding his head very strongly as he's saying this, so I'm just going to save my money. <laughs> That's a smart choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. I got good peripheral vision, my man. <laughs> so, anyway, Bill Cow- Cower. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, that's not right. <laughs> so um, it is weird, but maybe Bradshaw has some inside information about things that Tomlin's doing. This maybe. is reasonable. He's an ex steel He's a Steeler great. He right. So maybe, maybe, but would he have information from anybody good in the Steelers organization he at might. this point? He really might. Maybe. He works for Fox, and, you know, he's a big broadcaster type guy. He really might have all the information. He might. You know, and so we maybe no it's idea. something we don't know. But, but based it, on Tomlin's record for almost 10 years now, like, Come on, give me a break. It's ridiculous for Bradshaw to say this without having more things to back it up yeah. or something when the guy's been as, as successful as he has. It yeah. just seems crazy. It does seem crazy. So, yeah, I wish he wouldn't do that or By the give way, us more information. Think about Bill Cower. You know okay. that, that guy's voice? Ridiculous. Just like, yeah. can you imagine a conversation between Bill Cower and Dikemi Mutombo? Because <laughs> I'm imagining it right now. How I would think, it go, you think? I don't know, but I think it would like bring down the planes in a 10-mile in a radius. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's funny. It's like... Dikembe Mutombo. I don't know. I, I saw. A tw- I can do an okay Dikembe. Can you give us a Bill Cower. Uh, I can't do it. I can't. Okay. Do it. I can't fucking do it. All right, we'll just let it go. But Bill Cower's head is really weirdly large. Have you noticed that? He no. sort of looks like a Pez dispenser. I have sort not of, noticed. Except it's got like the bloatedness on the below, where instead of where the Pez. I have not noticed stored. that. I don't know. If, if I got trust, a huge you didn't head. even know his name. How do you know this? I can know that he looks like a Pez dispenser. I think maybe you're hallucinating. He looks like in those video games when they have big head mode. Did you, you lick know? the TV to try to get some Pez? <laughs> I'm just saying, big head mode, Bill Cower. Okay, right. great. We're going to halftime. That's a good way to end half. <laughs> we said we were only going to talk about the NFL and the MMA, but come on. Got to talk a little NBA, too, don't we? We're going to talk NBA? We have to. We like the NBA. I love the NBA. I want to talk about it. Okay. It's been two weeks. Cool. You know what they say? What? The NBA is short for National Basketball God, I thought you were going to get past that. I thought we maybe never, you just overlooked it or forgot Never or getting past it. 
Never. I mean, so, well, I don't. I don't understand what you're trying to accomplish here. Well, let's <laughs> let's take a second here because okay. I my, my strategy recently has clearly been to try to ignore you when you're doing this. <laughs> You've done a poor job. Of I that. have done a poor job of that, but that's you know when you're drinking, your inhibitions are lowered. That's true. So it doesn't help. But <laughs> what is your overall goal here? Do you really think the audience thinks that's funny? I... Like, is that what you think? Is that in your brain? <laughs> Here's that the I... audience thinks it's funny when you say the words of an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> like that's funny for some reason. <laughs> that's a good joke. Here's what explain I'm going to explain it to me. Explain it to me. Let me just let me just say this, okay? Okay. So one of our sponsors on our poker show is Nitrogen Sports, right? Sure. So they have a poker room. I was playing on it in the cash games last week or something, and people saw my name and figured out that it was me, right? And some of those people on there are there because of our ads and stuff like that. So. They started typing to me and were talking to me a little bit, right? And so they were going back. And one of them said, you know, how much they love drunk sports. And they said, especially when you talk about, and they wrote national in all caps, National Basketball Association, National Football League. And it warmed my heart, man. Whoever, I'm reaching whoever out to said people. that, I want you to stop listening right now and go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that. So. You asked me what my goal is. I yeah. mean, do I really need to explain it? I feel like I'm I'm hitting home runs here, buddy. Every time I'm up, <laughs> I'm killing it. Yeah, sure. Look at you. The thing is, you said you weren't <laughs> going to react, right? But every time, you cannot help yourself. There's an eye roll. There's a sound. There's something, and it's it's beautiful. It's it's Shakespeare. It's what, it's what gives you just a reason to live. It's fuel, baby. You're hanging on by the thread. <laughs> I finally have a reason to get up in the morning. Yeah, that's great. Next Tuesday, I'll say that. You get to say the word national (laughs) and make it long. Grant's going to hate it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. What a life you live. We have to have our own things. This is our, this is the drunk sports thing that we do. That you do. I do. I don't respect it. (laughs) Deep down, (laughs) one day. You will. No, 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 you're going to understand it on a deeper level. You're going to really be like, I mean, maybe, maybe. What he was doing, it was right. It was right for the time. Maybe. Yeah, that's going to happen. I feel pretty sure about that. I'm pretty sure about that, yeah. All right. Wait, what were we talking about? We're talking about the new Basketball Association stuff. The new basketball? Say, I was, I was <laughs> say the New Jersey Nets, but we're not. We're Is talking there about the a new Nets. basketball association? No, it's just the old one. Okay. Um, no, I was going to say New Jersey Nets, but I want to talk a little bit about the Brooklyn Nets, who I believe are 8-25. Is their record? Yeah. It's very bad. Yes. Their team is very bad. Right. They, they, have, have, Bro- they have Brookie Lopez. They have Brook Lopez, who's actually having it's, a fantastic... It's, Bro- it's Brookie. Brookie. Have you looked at his name? There's an E <laughs> on the end. I thought I have, but I've been mispronouncing it's Tower apparently wrong the whole time, so what do I know? It's actually Brookie Lopez. Wow. Yeah. What's weird is his brother is Robin Lopez. That's know? not his brother. That's not <laughs> it's a misconception. It's, really? Yeah. Everyone just assumes. Yeah. That happens. Have you seen their hair? So different. I have seen their hair. And it Can't be related. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, good point by me. Yeah, Brookie, or Brook, yeah. as the national media seems to call him, having a fantastic year. So the Nets are to have a little bit of a dilemma. And this is not a let the drug fix it type of dilemma. Just a let's talk about the NBA type of dilemma. Okay. So they're terrible. Yeah. And they're going to stay terrible for a while. Probably. The Celtics have their first Unless, round pick. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, the first round pick thing. Yeah, never mind. The next two years. Yeah. So the Nets would be in the running for the number one overall pick this year and probably next year, too. And but that instead, could really help them. Yeah, they could build a whole franchise around those two guys. What did they instead, get for that, like Paul Pierce or something? I'll tell you what they got exactly. <laughs> they got, okay. They got one year of Jason Terry. Great. They got one year of Paul Pierce, and they got a year and a half of Kevin Garnett, which ultimately turned into Thaddeus Young, which turned into like the 19th pick in the draft. 
Okay. That's what they got. They fucked up. It was bad. We used to have a segment called Who Done Good, Who Fucked Up. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really incredible. I don't know who done good, but then, well, I guess the Celtics. I, I guess Danny Ainge done the good. The Celtics, yeah. So, but forgetting about the Celtics. So, the Nets have really nothing to play for. They're not going to be good for a while. They have no, like, I saw someone saying this could be a development year for them, but there's no one to develop. You know, they all ha- they have CBA refugees on their team. What's the, who's what? the best young talent on that team? I can't even think of it. Their first round pick, who they had traded Thaddeus Young for, is Carlo Carl's Levert. I think he went to oh, Michigan State. Right. And he they was have, injured uh, though, like too. Hollis Jefferson. Rondé Hollis Jefferson's a small forward can't, who's can't got, shoot for shit, right? But right. Good defensive player. Yeah. But it has a ceiling. He's never going to be a star or anything like that. He could that. be the fourth best player on a good team. Yes, if the other guys are really good. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the fifth player is pretty good, too. I mean, like Luke Mbamute starts on the Clippers sometimes. He could be that guy. Of course he could. Yeah. Right. He could be that guy. But yeah. he's severely limited, as you'd expect a guy taking, you know, wherever he was, like 18th in the draft or wherever. Like, those guys are usually limited. They rarely hit right. really strongly. Except right? for, you know, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, those guys. Right. Except yeah. for times when it doesn't go that way. Yeah. So back to this, though. So the Nets have this thing where they have an older asset in Brooke Lopez. And on one level, how old makes, is he? Thirty? I think he's like twenty-eight, twenty-nine, okay. something like that. Uh, Basically dead. Right, close yeah. to dead. He's been healthy enough for two straight years, though. And though he used to have a lot of injuries, but so the Nets, in theory, should be trading Brook Lopez to get some of these young assets back, right? Like, trade him for some first-round picks. All right. I guess the question is who's who's willing to give up something that the Nets should take? Because this is the problem. Yeah. Brook Lopez is an aging entity. It mm-hmm. needs to be a team that wants to win now. It's like Brook Lopez right. is the last piece. Right. You it know? has to be that. Right. But those teams usually aren't going to have good picks to give. They're no. going to be late first-round picks. Pretty much always. They might sometimes have a reasonably good young player on their team, but would they give that up for Brook Lopez? You have to be pretty sure he's the last piece. What teams in the world feel like Brook Lopez makes them a championship contender like, okay, right I, now? We're in Portland, so I guess I'm thinking Blazers, but... The thirteen would, and twenty-one Blazers. Yeah, they're not. They're not great. But what I'm saying is, would the Blazers even trade like Alan Crabb for Brook Lopez? That's an interesting question. Yeah. They might only because they've got such a surplus of wings that they might feel like they have a ton of centers too. Actually, yeah, but the centers are no good. Yeah, right. Maybe yeah. maybe Azili would be good, but he looks like he might be out for the whole year. Yeah, now. he might be. Um, but so Lopez would make them better. They would probably get to five hundred and have a real shot at making the playoffs. That's yeah. neat. Is that worth it? So you go out in the first round of the playoffs. Was that worth giving up a young piece for? No, I mean, if if they're being smart, of course they wouldn't do that. Right. So, I mean, everyone knows it's going to be the Cavs against Golden State, right? Like, who is Brooke Lopez going to go to that's going to change one of those two teams from being in the finals? Right, because the Raptors already have a good center, so right. who cares? The Clippers have their center. I mean, who's supposed to the challenge? Lakers? I mean, like for like maybe the Lakers. May, it's not. He's not a, on. He's not the right age, obviously. But imagine Brook Lopez for three three more years of his prime on the Lakers, and the rest of the guys develop. Maybe he could be like the perfect center for that team. Okay, but what if you are you going to give up youth when you're building around all these super young players? Brandon Ingram's up, nineteen. You give up a. a Draft pick or two? D'Angelo Russell's 20. Yeah, what, what I'm, not, I'm grasping at straws. Yeah. I don't know. So, so I don't know if there's any good fits for them. So I don't think they'd be able to get a lot for Lopez. So to me, the question is actually not should they trade him. Or sorry, not can they trade him, but ultimately should they? Because right now the team is still somewhat competitive. Their fan base still like can watch it. He's like the one player who's actually pretty good. They have Jeremy Lin, who's not bad either, but is injured a lot and actually just got hurt again. Yeah. So should they be trading him for sort of – 
mitigated, weakened, okay young assets at best? Or should they hold on to him, understanding that he's just someone that to keep the team sort of together instead of – you're not going to win five games next All right, year. Well, so what are you saying we're going to get from him? Let's, let's be the okay. Nets for a second. We're going to get what? Like the 16th overall pick in the draft? Can we get that good? I think we can get the 16th overall pick. I think that's about God, it. that sucks. That's not enough. I mean, but Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, you know, those guys were around there. I mean, Isaiah Thomas won 60th overall, so should yeah. we trade for the 60th pick? I mean, what's the point here? We want to get someone— Oh, good point. Yeah, the 60th. That'd be good. Yeah. We w- I mean, if you can get in the top 10 in this draft, that would be great. But no one who's in the top 10 would ever trade that pick You're going to have to Lopez. package him with something, and you have nothing else to package. Right. Nobody yeah. cares enough about Rondé Hollis, Jefferson, Jeremy Lin, or Levert, and there's nothing else on that team. It's a wasteland of talent. you got to hope for a D-League superstar, I guess. I mean, there's just there's nothing going on. So the question is, should they even trade Lopez at all or yes. just sort of pack it in? Yes. And like say, we're just going to we're gonna at least be okay. I think they should trade him. I think they should, too. I think, I mean, they're not going to be good even when they trade him and, yeah. and get somebody. But, like, they got to take a shot on, like, maybe Jimmy Butler slips to their team. You know, like, they got to take a shot because it doesn't matter. Like, Brooke Lopez being on your team doesn't fucking help you at all. You're 8-25. and 25. Yeah. Like, that guy is not good enough to I help mean, your team. you'd probably four and you know, yeah, exactly. Who gives a him. shit? Nobody a, gives a shit between right. the, like the difference is meaningless. They essentially have the worst record of the league either way. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. So you might as well. I agree. I agree. I think it's fine to be absolutely terrible. Be like the 76ers. Try and get Embiid or Simmons or something like that. Of course you can't. No, you can't. You don't you have get, the... you get the, you, No, you try to get Jimmy Butler or Kawhi Leonard. That's what you try to right, get. Right, you right. try to get the guy who slips. Right. Yeah. You got to get lucky. Yeah. But you got to give yourself a shot at building some assets. Right. Somewhere along the way. I agree. I think it's I think that's better than just waiting it out with Brooke Lopez until his career ends. Like who cares? Yeah. Also, they what? should honestly trade Hollis Jefferson too. He's limited. If you can get the 20th pick in the draft or the 22nd pick in the draft, at least you have some more flyers you're taking. you got to take some chances on some young players, right, that have some talent. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. All right. It, doesn't, our... it wouldn't feel good to be the GM of the Nets. That's not a job I want. I don't want that job. you got no assets. I mean, you get paid pretty well. You get paid pretty well, and no one expects anything. for till 2019, no one expects That's, a damn thing. You might be very unlikely to get fired. That's true. You get to be. It's like being yeah. the pack-up quarterback to Brady. You know you what? Know? I changed my mind. I it's want, way better. I want that job. <laughs> <laughs> way, way, way better. I'm lazy as shit, though, so maybe not everybody wants that job. Most people want that job. I think most people would be happy to get millions of dollars and have no expectations. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. You know? Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Away from the NBA into the NFL. Okay. I didn't say it. Congratulations. Didn't say it. Do you want a cookie? Let's talk playoffs. Okay. I do want a cookie. The Texans have announced Brock Osweiler is starting their playoff game. Sure. I mean, come on. Sure? Who cares? Who cares? It's not like Tom Savage is good. It's not like Brock Osweiler is good, I no, think is what you mean. it is not. But Tom Savage was recently hurt. That's why Brock Osweiler came back in, right? Savage had a concussion. He's still in the concussion protocol. It's Tuesday. They've said even if he comes out on Wednesday and is fine, he's behind Osweiler. So? That seems crazy, No. I mean, it's not crazy. It's just they. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a few numbers at you. Okay, go ahead. These are Brock Osweiler numbers. I would. I am ready to be disgusted. These are Brock-devated numbers. Okay. That's a bad word. It's a new word. Okay. So his completion percentage, fifty-nine percent. Fine. It's whatever. It's It's not good, but it's fine. Let's not worry about that. His uh, yards is almost three thousand, which is very bad these days. That's bad. Yeah. In the NFL, Uh, average uh, per attempt. 5.8. Just to give you a sense. That's bad. Matt Ryan this year. 
like 9.2. He's having a super elite year. Yeah, now he's that's number one in the league. Yeah. But um, Brady is number two at like 8.3 or something like that. And Dak Prescott, by the way, number three at like 8.1. Okay. And like a normal, normal quarterback is like in the mid sevens or sure. you know high sixes or something like that. So this is very bad, 5.8. Yes, fifteen touchdowns, sixteen interceptions. That those that's not good. Passer rating of seventy two point two, QBR fifty five point five. I'd also like to point out this is a guy who was benched last year when the Broncos were good. They started him and then they benched him for, for Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, who had already shown he had nothing, but nothing he was Peyton left. fucking Manning, and he it's was a little terrible. different. Of course, Peyton Manning was terrible. Of course, he was. So here's Tom Savage. Now he's barely played. Yeah, but. He's, Let's go, Mr. Thrown, sample Size. He's thrown 73 passes. Great. 461 yards. Amazing. 6.3 yards per attempt. It's Below average. <laughs> it's a little bit better. 63 completion percentage. Okay. Zero interceptions. Incredible. Huh? What you got to like that. He's like an Alex Smith. How many sure. touchdowns? 75? Zero touchdowns. <laughs> okay. But close. Yeah. Passer rating of 80.9. So not very good either. Who gives a fuck why did is we the bench, question. Why did we bench Osweiler to bring in Savage if we're now benching Savage? What are well, we doing? Well, now Savage has brain damage and shit. You might as well bring in the guy who's not hurt. Should we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think you we... try. They're going to lose, right? Who are they playing? They're not playing the Steelers. They're playing the Raiders. They're playing the Raiders. Oh, they might win. Yeah. They get to the Raiders win. have Connor Cook as quarterback. Or maybe Matt McGloin. <laughs> it could be Maybe Matt a McGloin. hobbled Matt McGloin. <laughs> oh, Every boy. playoff team's dream. <laughs> you know, it's gritty. Yeah. McGloin, maybe. He looks like an Irish pirate. Oswald. This is the worst quarterback playoff game of all time. I'm already calling it. Well, that's hyperbole for sure. But it, you might. It, there's a chance you're right. I mean, there's a chance. Yeah. Come on, man. Any Peyton game, Manning played in the playoffs last year. Peyton Manning threw three touchdowns in the first half of the AFC Championship game. Peyton Manning, None of these guys are going to do that. I'm calling it. None of them are going to make the AFC I Championship mean, I would take your side on that, but Peyton yeah, Manning was complete garbage last year. Of course he was. Yeah. But he was Peyton Manning. He understood what was going on. He had the brain. He I don't the know. Direct, he saw things. The direct TV commercial. Leadership. Yeah. You know, top, top of nine. He won the title, bro. It wasn't because of him. <laughs> no, it was not. It was because of Von Miller mostly. It's a miracle they beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. But they did, and Peyton Manning gave him a really good game. That Miracle's, one a, game good, they miracle's a good word for when the Patriots lose. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. you said that. Miracle, yeah. Meaning like God is somehow behind Yeah, like it. somehow there's some f- sort of benevolent being <laughs> deciding that the bad people should lose. Oh, so God is now benevolent. Wow. You've really taken a stand there. I'm just saying benevolent being. Oh, being. Deci- any, if... If there is, in fact, a benevolent being, they, of course, hate the Patriots. I think that's clear. Why would that be clear? The Bill Patriots, Belichick all they ever do is the, win. Bill Belichick is one of the biggest pieces of shit on earth right all now. All they ever do is win. So I think that would point to either there is no benevolent being or that benevolent being loves the Patriots. Or maybe winning is it's, for assholes. It's been a pretty weird 15 years if that guy hates the Patriots is all I'm saying. I mean, the benevolent being has a different type of time scope than we do. Maybe he's just been taking a shit for 15 years. <laughs> you know, it's like it's not it's not normalized yeah. like the human time. That's an interesting point. I can't believe you wouldn't understand we that. Need to, we need to call in like some physicists or something to help us out with that. Time we need stuff. metaphysicists. Is fact. that what it, metaphysicists? Is yeah. that a thing? Yes. <laughs> I guess metaphysics is a thing. Yeah. But is a metaphysicist a thing? A metaphysicist is a lot of things. <laughs> what is a metaphysicist? It's do everything exactly? and nothing at the what, same what time. What do they do? What do they do like on a Tuesday, like at four o'clock? Tuesday is not a thing, Jonathan. <laughs> to a metaphysicist, Tuesday is just a word. What are they doing, though, with their time is what I'm Are asking. you working in four dimensions right now? Because that's certainly not enough. 
Um, we need at least seven. Okay, well, that's the... complicated. Yeah, it gets complicated. Yeah, I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I know you don't. Ten dimensions, baby. All right, so... So you just think they have to start Osweiler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Osweiler is the right play. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, I come mean, on. You have never you've had Tom Savage for like six years. You've never started him. Why would you, you start you him? You started now? him a game ago. Because yeah. you're like because you were mad. Because no. you're mad because you're Bill O'Brien. You got that weird butt chin thing going on. Well, of course he's and you're mad like, about that. Fuck it. I'm gonna start the guy whose last name is Savage, which is awesome, by the way. So Did they win? Did they win the game? They lost, right? Yeah, they lost. But who cares? They're so bad. Yeah. Bill O'Brien somehow winning games and making the playoffs anyway. God bless that guy. He's fun. He's a nice guy. He seems nice. He seems all right. Yeah. I Osweiler mean, is bad. Savage is bad. Yeah. Might as well start the taller one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you might as well start the one who you're paying so much money to. And by the way, they can't get out of that contract for another year. They're kind of locked in. Right. Osweiler will be on the Texans Okay, let's year. let's consider this from a PR perspective, all right? Okay. So... Let's say the Texans just get obliterated. They start Tom Savage, they get obliterated. By Matt McGloin. Yes. It's and possible. maybe And maybe people are like, Texans decided not to start their $72 million quarterback, and they just got destroyed. You know, whereas, what if Osweiler does amazing in the playoffs somehow? It, it, what? Tom Savage doing amazing in the playoffs is not as good for the Texans as Osweiler doing amazing in the playoffs. That makes it look like they made the right choice. I agree with that. So there's some equity there. There's a tiny bit of equity. But so if, if Osweiler somehow has like a 10-touchdown, two-interception playoffs and takes him to the Super Bowl, somehow that's worth a lot to them, to the GM especially, who has think, some influence over this for sure. I don't think there's anyone in Houston who thinks Brock Osweiler was a good decision for the Texans. No, I there's mean— There's nobody. Does Brock Osweiler's mom live in Houston yet? I don't think she's got. She's made it there yet. Okay. She's then working her way then there. You so. might be right. Yeah. At some point. There might be a guy who has— done like a certain type of thing where he's like, I'm not going to watch TV or look at the internet for six months. Yeah. And he started six months ago. Yeah. He might be like, man, I hope Brock's got like 38 and two right now. <laughs> the Texans must be so yeah. good. Yeah. Also, Brady was out. The Patriots are nothing this year. Yeah. It's like wide open. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy's going to be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Poor Jim. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's that. Yeah, that's All right. It. Why don't we uh, take our final break? We'll come back. We'll do a little let the drunk fix it. And, you know, whatever else we do. Way to end the quarter, buddy. You really crushed it. It's about that time. Grant's the drunkest he's going to get. Here comes beer number eight. Ah, uh, so good. Are you disregarding 20 minutes from now? Yes. Did you not think about that? I thought about it, but I disregarded it. I can't do... I mean, it's one or the other. It's not both. I just feel like you're making a lot of mistakes tonight. <laughs> I appreciate the straight Yeah, you, you know, I, I'm not going to bullshit you, man. No, no, no. Authenticity. Yeah. It's what makes a workplace great. Right. And, and relationships, human relationships. This is our workplace, I suppose. Yes. I suppose it is. Yeah. But All even right. within the friendship. Okay. So <laughs> this is uh, Let the Drunk Fix It. If you have a suggestion for Let the Drunk Fix It, of course you can tweet it at us. We are... Where, what are our Twitter handles? Drunk right? Sports Show. At Drunk Sports Show. I've That's never right. seen it, though. That's right. You're not allowed to see it. I I would go blind, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> indeed you would. Sir. Legend has it. Indeed. Yeah. You would. So, you can send in your suggestions for Let the Drunk Fix It. By the way, also for other topics, how you're doing with Drink Along with Grant or anything else, just send it on in. This first Let the Drunk Fix It is indeed a suggested Let the Drunk Fix It. That's awesome. Yes. From Colin West. Colin West, super fan. Resident physicist. Yes. We have one scientist we wanted five. We're short four scientists right now, so get on it, people. I mean, like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I mean, what do we have to do is the question. I'm upset now. I mean. I'm over it. I'm happy. To, oh, really? Yeah. I was going to go into a whole thing. No, it's over. All right, we're done. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. So this is a little while ago now, just so we're clear. This is uh, late November. The Ravens were playing the Cincinnati Bengals, and it was for first place in the, a- in the AFC North. And the Ravens had the ball, and it was fourth and eight with 11 seconds left in the game. Okay. Okay, and the Ravens were winning. But they weren't winning by a whole lot, and they didn't want to take a chance of a blocked punt or a safety or anything like that. I guess they were up by one. So Jim Harbaugh had his team do something interesting. They lined up in a punt formation. They snapped the ball to the punter, and he just held the ball. He didn't punt it or anything. He didn't move. And the offensive linemen all held on, like grabbed, onto all the defensive players' jerseys. What what are you going to say? Sure. Yeah. And so... They just sort of like stopped the play from no one could get in because they were just holding everyone egregiously. Yeah. Right. And the clock tipped down to zero and the game was over because while the game cannot end in the NFL on a defensive penalty, it in fact can end on an offensive penalty. Okay. So that is the problem, Mr. Drunk. Okay. Well, I guess there's two types of fixes of for course this. There is. No one cares about the first one. The first one is pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. The game cannot end on any penalty. <laughs> Yeah, that would be one fix. Now there That's are the, reasons. There are reasons why you you can end a game on an offensive penalty, but let's not worry about that. Let's get into a more. Do you have an idea of a reason? I can't. I rem- don't really know. There, it's something about you know the game and the time and the time. Oh, the, the game, game and the time and the time and the game. <laughs> who, can, who can get more specific than that? I really? can't. I can't yeah. specifically. Yeah. Myself. So anyway, so that's that's the boring fix. That's for the sure. literal fix. It's, a, it's right. a fair fix. Let's find a fundamental. But fix. let's do better than that. All right. For crying out loud. So one thing I know about John Harbaugh. Yeah. He has a family. Jim is one of them. Yep. He's it's, got a family. He's got a family. You know where I'm going with this, right? I always know where you're going with so, this. No, I don't know. Roger Goodell hires Jack Bauer. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland could play Jack Bauer in real life, right? I mean, oh, he so played the he, pre, he played the role for so long. He, did, he played the role for about eight years. So actually, just to be clear, Roger Goodell is hiring the star of Designated Survivor on ABC now yeah. to... I'm guessing torture someone's family, John Harbaugh's family. Is that where we're going or somewhere else? Well, specifically to torture Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we know f- as viewers yeah. of 24, as everybody was, of course, right? At, at some point or another. That Jack Bauer will torture anybody for any reason. He'll torture children if he has to. He'll kill a kid in mid-torture and understand that he was doing the wrong thing and not give a fuck. Well, no, he's got to save the world again. He's got to do it again. (laughs) But it's got to be within 24 hours. And he does it all the time. So, 19 hours after the game, beep, 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 Jack Bauer is in fucking Michigan. He's at Jim Harbaugh's house. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh hears a knock on the door. He's like, who could that be? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just having a good day. I'm, I'm so happy I transitioned from the pros to college. You know, I was a great pro coach. Now I'm a great college coach. Life is amazing. Go Big Blue. Ho, yeah, ho, ho. It's, yeah. it's Kiefer Sutherland at the door. Yeah. He's in character, but Jim might not realize that. Not right? at first. Not, not at first. <laughs> the ex- you know, they're probably friends, you know. Yeah. These guys often run in the same circles. Kiefer, how you doing? Great to see you. I don't know if they're friends. I'm, I'm going to say he recognized them because... <laughs> look at look at Jim Harbaugh and tell me he didn't watch Twenty Four. Of course of, he watched. Of 24. course he watched. He's 24. like, holy shit, it's Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, and Kiefer, you know, he has some he's some line. He's like, you know, hey Jim, I heard you were a fan, and you know, you've been doing great at Michigan. So the alumni association hired me to come over and just have a chat. <laughs> we can talk about Twenty Four. <laughs> we'll talk goes, about Twenty Four. He goes in there. Okay. Next scene, 
28 minutes later, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland is leaving the Harbaugh house covered in blood. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, this is a, <laughs> this is a clear solution. <laughs> this is a, a bit far away from the game can't end on any penalty. I just like to say that first of all. Second of all, I would like to Goodell point out. Goodell likes to go to extreme lengths. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have in the past really put, really voted for, pushed for, I should say, uh, violence as a solution. You and voted for violence? <laughs> what the know. fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like saying, I suggested things like, you know, threatening threatening people with violence or actually, yeah. you know, bringing violence down on them, you know, as a solution to whatever sports dilemma right. we had, right? Not always, but sometimes, right? Yeah. Or the threat of violence. Sure. You often called me out on that. Certainly, I mean, I'm, I'm way anti-violence. <laughs> So I'm a peaceful man. <laughs> so uh, how how does this all fit in your constellation here? That you can do that and also want. As by the way, not not an actual agent for the government, but an actor to yeah. come and torture Jim Harbaugh <laughs> <laughs> to death. <laughs> to death. <laughs> he has to kill him. I mean, if you want John to get the message, do you want him to do this play again, Jonathan? Let's say it's week 14 next year and you're Roger Goodell. And yeah. you had you had Kiefer Sutherland go to Jim Harbaugh's house and just kneecap him, you know, just a straight kneecap. Yeah. You know, it's bad. It's no fun. I don't know if John's going to get the message. Like week 14, he might be holding everybody again. And then yeah. what do you do with Roger Goodell? Well, you have then- to hire The Rock. That guy costs a lot of money right now. <laughs> yeah, he's huge right yeah. now. He's killing it. Yeah. They watch. A lot of other stuff yeah. going on. Baywatch? Yeah. Baywatch with Zach Efron. Alexander Daddio. The Daddio? Daddio Daddio. No. <laughs> I don't pronounce people's names. We've already established that. Alexander Daddio? Don't. That can't possibly be a real person. <laughs> She's beautiful, okay? Oh, that's a woman? <laughs> yes, <it's> a woman. <laughs> I was just imagining this guy with slick back hair and a mustache. He's like, hey, what's up? My name's Alexander Daddio. <laughs> It's Alexandra. That's oh, okay. No, it makes perfect sense, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally everything works the, out. The lead from Quantico is also in it. I don't Great. know the name. So, yeah, it's very exciting <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> then we can bring this back from Wilson's in Baywatch to uh, the NFL. So, uh, so, yeah, so you're fine with this. You're fine with this violence. That's what you're saying. As long as he kills him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will say this. That solution will work. Yeah. And and it'll be a major deterrent for not just John, but everyone, right? Yes, of course. The thing is, are they going to be open about, like, this happened and why it happened? Like, so people will be able to draw the, you know, the Are you ignorant enough to think the NFL doesn't own the government at this point? Like, look at how brutal and terrible this sport is. It's just let free reign. Yeah. Everybody gets concussions and dies when they're 48 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Those guys don't own the government. That's not the real Illuminati. No, question, sure, Jonathan. <laughs> my question is not that. My question is, so are they going to say to John Harbaugh, we killed your brother, and, you know, you don't want to know who's next. Is that, I mean, otherwise he may just think, you know, some serial killer came in and killed his brother. No, I mean, they're going to do it to John next time. But how is he going to know that is my question. Are they going to tell him? If he doesn't understand, he might as well die anyway. <laughs> What's what about, the difference? What about the other NFL coaches? How are they supposed to know? What, what do they have to do with this? Well, if they if this worked really well for the Ravens, so they may start doing oh, this. Oh, no, too. I was just kind of writing a movie. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to answer any more questions on that one. That was a fantastic job with number one. 
Whew, boy, I think we all need a little break on that one. Well, just unfortunately, it's quarter number four. There are no more breaks. That's true. This we is can... where champions <laughs> win the game. You don't take a break in the fourth quarter. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right about that. I know. Okay. Yeah. Continue, so, please. I'm going to continue. I'm going to take my time, but I'm going to continue. Okay. So, new problem for the drunk. Okay. You ready? Do you know who Grayson Allen is? Nope. Oh, wait. Uh, Duke? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What's the deal with Grayson Allen? Do you know? He's white. That is the big problem. (laughs) (laughs) So Grayson Allen recently was playing against a team called Elon. Like Elon Musk? Sort of. Is this like an Israeli team? I don't know. Sure. Elon Musk is from South Africa. Okay. So what does that have to do with Israel? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Let's not get it's actually college basketball. Hold on, I got a question for you first. Of course, it's a college basketball team, by the way. No, but I have a question for you. All right, so the team is named Elon, right? Apparently. And we don't like fully understand why they're named Elon. Right. Yeah. We've we have some theories. The the most prominent thing I can think of named Elon. Actually, the only thing (laughs) I can think of named Elon is Elon Musk. Yeah, Israeli college. If anybody, if anybody in the world had perfected or at least attempted time travel and succeeded. Elon Musk would be on that list at least, right? Uh, would, the very short he'd be, list. He'd be on a very short list of top so four So I guys. think the most likely reason that college is named Elon is that Elon Musk has, in fact, gone back in time and founded a college. Okay, because that's what you do if you went back in time, for sure. He did a lot of other things, and he just wanted to put one <laughs> little signature on it, and it's like, I'm going to found a tiny college that's going to lose all of its games. It's called Elon. It's, well, just it's my name. My name's Elon. <laughs> a signature? He's one of the most famous people in the world. Why would he need to put a signature on it? I mean, putting your signature on time travel's a little different. Have you not seen The Time Traveler's Wife? I have, actually. I do oh, like I, that movie. I haven't. It's actually, the book is wonderful, too. <laughs> okay, good, not. good to yeah. know. Rachel McAdams is, it sounds is, lovely. is a revelation. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could drink some wine and we'll it's, watch it. It's worth yeah. seeing, but anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> what are we talking about? Elon here? is a is a college basketball team that is apparently a college. founded by Elon Musk it's back a, in 1848. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're just. I'm just not gonna fight you on that anymore. All right. I'm gonna. I'm why would up you? I clearly came up with the most likely thing. <laughs> so they were playing Elon, and the, the the college team, of course, and Grayson Allen stepped on an Elon player. He actually tripped an Elon player. And he did it in a very sort of obvious way, and it's the like, third time. Like Mike Tomlin did to uh, much what's worse. His name? Much worse yeah. than that. No, Mike Tomlin sort of jumped out of the way, and um, Grayson Allen really tripped the guy. He like stuck his leg out and watched the guy go down. Like Jason and, Kidd when he poured the soda, and then um, a little bit more like that yeah, when he had yeah. the guy walk into him. With, yeah. so he's like, "Hit me, hit me," just so he get the timeout. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit more like that. Very obvious on tape. Like there's no question about it. And by the way, this isn't the first time Grayson Allen's done something like this. This is in fact. The third time he's done something like this in the last two college basketball seasons. Okay. So Duke's done a few things. They've stripped him of his captaincy. Cool. Yep. And they've suspended him indefinitely. Wow. Mike Krzyzewski, however, is already sort of making statements that make it pretty clear that Grace Allen will be back in time for the NCAA tournament. And essentially, does Duke really care as long as he's back for the NCAA tournament? Like, does it really affect them? It does not. They're very good right. anyway. They have, they're one of the best teams in the, in the world, right? Sure. Um, at least in American college basketball athletics. Yeah, they would lose, they would lose to all NBA teams. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's so great. They're like the 35th best team. I want to talk about that for a second, by the okay, way. Okay, great. I think uh, there, there's every 
year that a great college team happens in, in any sport, but usually football or basketball, when there's a great college team, like Kentucky two years ago, or was it three years ago, when they were just incredible? Yeah, there's, I think it was three years ago. Yeah, there's the question, like, could Kentucky beat whoever the shittiest team in the NBA was right. at the time, which was, like, the Bucks probably or something like something. that? Something. Yeah. Nets, and, and I don't know. And the, there was, like, a national debate. Oh, the like, 76ers. The 76ers. the 76ers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. It's like, could they beat the 76ers? And there was, like, a big debate. And I actually respected John Calipari for coming out and saying, no, we could not. So yes. let's, let's, say, let's, let's just keep that in mind. College team will never beat a pro team. Just want to keep that in mind. Okay, we're keeping that in mind because no reasons. Okay, just continuing because. on, just, just a rant. Just a semi. This is okay. short, off, off the cuff rant. You just want to make yeah. sure everyone knows that. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm just going to put this out there because I want to get back to this Grayson Allen thing. But could not Elon Musk stack a team at Elon College since he knows how everyone's going to turn out, and that a team that is actually good enough to beat a pro team? No. <laughs> Why not? Batteries. Okay, that's a great point. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to just go with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so you're Mike Krzyzewski. Actually, how, do I, how do I spell my last name? I'm going to tell you. All right. But it's, it's going to take a moment. I can, take a, I can take a shot at it. I have nothing in front of me. Okay, hold on, hold on. Jonathan can verify I have nothing gonna, in front of me. Oh, for sure. Sh- I think everyone's going to hear you try and spell it and know that you have nothing in front Ooh, of you. Ooh, this is going to go poorly for me. <laughs> All right. You ready? I don't have it in front of me, but I don't need to. You're going to get it wrong. Go All ahead. Right. K R. Z Y Z. So far, so good. By the way, K R Z Y Z. This is freaking me out. Uh, S. Nope. That's you were where... so close. Okay. You got you got halfway home. That is more than I would guess. Ninety five percent of the listeners could do, and definitely further than I could get. K R Z Y Z. How do you even start there? You already knew that. Yeah, of course. Well, then it's not as fun. So not an S. Sorry. Thanks for playing. K R Z Y Z E. Yeah. Uh, good luck with this. P? <laughs> no, but it's it's a, that kind of letter you would never think. K? Answer. No. J. W. W. Yeah. W. Yeah. Fuck you. Z E W. That's where we're at. There's no W there. There's a W. What the hell, Mike Shashevsky? Shashevsky. I mean, come on. <laughs> what the hell? There's no F's in this. <laughs> How is that possible? There's no S H's either, by the way. Yeah. His name is Shishevsky. <laughs> There's not even a CH. Nope. I mean, it's a, it's a different language. In sure. fairness. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Wow. What are we talking about? Grace Nallen. We're talking Nallen. about Grace Nallen right. and the Duke Blue Devils. So you're Mike Shishevsky. You've decided, let's say, as it seems he has, that Grace Nallen's going to play for you because you want to win another title. And you want to go to the Final Four. Is he their again. best player? Or just He's one of their best players. They yeah. are loaded. Yeah. They've got a lot of great freshman talent. But he's you know scoring 16 points a game. He's probably their second best player. Okay. If they're to win the title, he almost certainly has to be playing. Okay. You, or you'd assume that anyway as, as the coach. Right. As coach K. How do you sell this to the world? Getting Grace Nellen back on the team? Yeah. Fuck. I was going to go a whole different way with you that. You can go any way you want with it. But you asked a very specific question. I did. Yeah. <laughs> How do you tell this to the world? All right. What were you, which way were you going to go? I was going to go with Grace and Allen sounds like a privileged little shit's name. And yeah. he should be banned from all sports forever. Because fuck him. Okay, that's, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool, but that's not solving a like, problem. A really. kid named Grayson for sure grew up in a house with servants, right? Grayson? Yes. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
So <laughs> the I mean, name Shashevsky makes more sense than your fucking name. It, it's not his fault that he grew up with servants, though. In fairness, right? <laughs> or that his name—he didn't it's, name himself. It's not his fault. That's no. his parents. That's on his parents. You cannot. I mean, he for place. sure got caught like selling cocaine in seventh grade, and they just let him off because he was Grace and Allen of the Allen family. See, he may not have been selling cocaine. He may not have needed the money. That's the thing. No, he he's was doing dealing. it for fun. He's, he's selling cocaine <laughs> yeah. for fun. Yeah. I guess it's possible. He wants to have a life, you know. <laughs> he wants to step out of his parents' shadow. It's the only way he knows how. Right. The so, real the real victim here is Grayson Allen. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the real fix is how do once Grayson Allen's been banned from all basketball and a- athletics forever. Yeah. How do we save this poor soul who's been victimized? Well, there's a couple things you can do. Yeah. Number one, you send him to an island. Good. This is a good story. With his brother. Yeah. I saw this coming. You do the Aaron Rodgers fix. Yeah, the old Aaron Rodgers fix. You got to listen to that podcast to okay. know that fix. Um, all right, let's actually go back, though, okay. to the real question. Okay, real question. Because it's easy to ban him for life. But you're Shashevsky. You have a very clear agenda. You want to go to another Final Four. You want to be seen as the best right, coach of all time. All right, here's the thing Shashevsky actually blah. has to do, and this is a literal fix. It okay. kind of sucks. Start with that. Um, it, I guess in order to gain my respect, this is what he would do. Okay. He, he would say... We can say whatever we want, but the NCAA is clearly for profit. Grayson Allen is one of the best players on my team. Yeah. You want him in this fucking game. Like, he makes it better because mm-hmm. he's one of those players on one of the best teams. I'm Mike fucking Shashevsky. There was a court named after me 400 years ago when I was already just a, a minor coach. You know, I'm like that special. I'm Mike Shashevsky. I want this kid to play. Mm-hmm. You want this kid to play. NCAA, you non-profit, and I did air quotes, organization. So fuck you, let him play. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. So back to the question, though. No. How do you sell this to the world? Oh, the world. That was the question, not the NCAA. To the world. Okay. To the world, you say, hey, guess what? The NCAA is definitely for profit, and Grayson Allen should play. Nice. Everybody let him play. I am Mike Shashevsky. <laughs> Please try to spell my name. If you cannot, you are not allowed to rebuttal. I'm just going to say it feels like there's an agenda here about tearing down the NCAA as opposed to trying to figure out I don't out understand where you're coming from. It feels like that. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm just sort of sniffing a little something there. I mean, maybe. Picking it up in the air. Maybe you're tired. I'm a bloodhound. Yeah. Maybe you're, you're having an off. Knows. You might be having an off day. I sometimes do. Yeah. I sometimes you know, it could do. be one I of called those. you Drant at one point. I, I? Yeah. Something like that. It felt good, though. It's like a cool pirate name. It's I'm a gonna, very cool pirate name. I'm going to own that name. Good. Could you get a tattoo, maybe? I no, I mean unless Bill Bill Perkins pays me, but that could yeah. happen. Yeah, but anyway, back to the problem, yeah. Mister Dodging the Problem. What the heck? Let's go. I thought I just fixed That's it. That's the literal fix. What's the actual fix? You know what I mean? The, the, <laughs> the less literal <laughs> fix. Yes. What's the less literal the fix, fix? The fun fix. What's the fun way? Ugh. Okay. So the problems are. We aren't <laughs> supposed to let Grace Nellen play because he's a jerk. Right. Right. Hmm. Okay. So here, I just want you to know, I'm a lifeline. I, I exist. Yeah, so you do I can it. Help you out a little. You bit. do it because I'm, I'm struggling with the, the the more fun fix here. You've been doing good though. You've been okay. you've been killing it tonight. So don't you worry about it. So what if Shashevsky went the other way with this and said, if you think Grace Allen's bad, wait till you see this son of a bitch, and he points to one of the other Duke players. This guy, this guy hits people all the time. You just don't see it on camera. If you, none of the teams should play. But we're all playing, and he's playing too. Something like that. So he's just saying, like, Duke, uh, like you initially thought with the lacrosse team, is just full of rapists and, and murderers and I people. I mean, just, just they're rough riders. They're rough and tumble. They're willing to push you around, and they embrace it. They're and the bad boys of college basketball from now on. 
Something like that. Actually, you found something kind of cool there by yeah. accident. The bad boys of college basketball. Mike Krzyzewski says, this is our play style. You know, this is how we intimidate the other teams. Yeah. I don't give a shit about your fairness bullshit, NCA, because we know you're not a fair organization. Right. So what we're going to do is play our way, and that includes intimidating the other teams. It's like, yeah, she tripped him. That's right, he tripped him. I coached him to trip him. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. It was a good good play, Grayson. Guess who makes more money when Grayson Allen trips somebody? Mike fucking Krzyzewski. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a good solution. Yeah. Got to yeah. embrace it. Yeah, embrace it. Often the PR fix, when we've, when we've done PR fixes, is to embrace the problem. Well, you know, I think that's probably a little bit of fantasy on our part because we just wish people would do that more often in the public eye. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know what they say. It's not a bug. It's a it's a tarantula. It's a, it's a feature. <laughs> Pretty sure they say it's yep. a feature. All right. I don't know. Should we do one more? It feels like we're we've done a lot here tonight. I feel like we've done a lot. All right. Why don't we save this last one okay. for another time? It's we'll hard to get it. a lot of good problems. Let's end it here. Wanna remind everyone our Twitter feed is at drunk sports show. So tweet at us. You can hashtag LTDFI for any let the drunk fix its. Or, of course, just send in topic suggestions, reactions, thoughts, how you're doing, keeping up with Grant and his drinking. Right, Problem. and also, you know what you could do? If you're still here, review you're, us you're on iTunes. Here. If you're still here and you're not one of the eight people who's reviewed us on iTunes, yeah, get on that. be one of the more people who reviewed us on do iTunes. Do that. Yeah. Help us out. Yeah. We're oh, kind we're, of trying. We're trying here. Kind of. It's free. Yeah, <laughs> it is free. That's for sure. Yeah. This All is right. our labor of love. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. All right.